For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the code word REBEL for a discount on pillows, sheets, pet beds, and everything else at MyPillow.com. What's happening, Rebels? Hope you're doing well. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got a frog still in my throat from D.C. It is February 4th, Tuesday, 12.32 p.m. We got about, I don't know, 14 inches of snow last night. It's crazy. Crazy amounts of snow. Hope you're doing well. Hope your life is doing good. <clears throat> Thanks for joining us. Thanks for giving us your time today. Uh, tiny family update. Let's see. Um, Lincoln, I have finished the entire Marvel series, uh, all 23 movies in chronological order. I will tell you to me, it made way more sense in chronological order. I will also tell you that Hulk and Thor one were painful. Uh, wow. Those don't hold up at all. Unfortunately, the rest of the movies had loved it, had a great time. Um, we were both very sad when the 23 movies was over. We're now on to Star Wars chronologically. We just watched Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, we're going to be watching the rest of those, and then we'll move on after that to the Harry Potter 10. I think there were eight originals and then two following. Um, I dig it. It is a good time with my kid. Uh, you got to look for those times when you got a 13-year-old. That's one of the things I want to tell parents. Look for those times when you can spend time with your children. Look for the things they want to do. It's shocking how many times we'll be watching a movie and he'll go, Hey, Daddy, and I go, Yeah, and I hit pause, and then we talk about something. Um, and it's not these long Hallmark Channel deep conversations. It'll be like three minutes of... I have this thought and I want to talk to you about it. And I was like, all right, let's go for it. Let's do that. So that's totally cool. Um, he moved out of our bedroom. Uh, the kids moved in our bedroom in June, eight months ago when it was super hot. And the only room in the house with AC is our bedroom. So the kids both moved in and I was going to kick them out. And then I thought, you know, it'll be like two seconds before they'll never want to be there again. And lo and behold, Lincoln moved out. Um, and I told him, I go, hey, you can sleep wherever you want in the house. I don't care. Just know you're always welcome here. You're always welcome here. Um, so that was totally funny. Lucy's not about to leave. She loves it in there. You can hear her little rustling around at night. Uh, what else? Uh, Lincoln's Xbox came back. That's a, That was an interesting one. His Xbox broke. We just got it in October. We got the Fortnite edition and uh, it broke down. So I took it to the Microsoft store, and they couldn't get it to work there, but he assured me when I got home it would work, uh, which was a bummer. If you go to the Apple store with something broken, they'll just give you a new one. Uh, so Microsoft for sure let us down on that one. Uh, but his Xbox just came back today, so it's in the update process. I'm stoked on that. <clears throat> I missed it. I missed playing Forza Horizon 4. I love that game. It's super fun. Uh, and he has missed the Fortnite Battle Royales. Um, we're heading to California. If you're in Northern California, if you're in the Santa Rosa area, we'll be at the Santa Rosa Christian Church, srcc.org. We'll be there uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week, uh, this coming weekend. It's Tuesday. We'll, we leave on Thursday, and we'll be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
uh, doing a parenting seminar, and that is what I'm going to talk about today. Just some of the stuff I'm going to cover there because I think it's important. Um, and one of the things we start with is it's harder to parent today than it ever has been before. It's harder today than ever before. Parents today deal with things that no other parent, no other generation dealt with uh, when it comes to uh, online predators, online bullying, online porn. All the online stuff didn't exist when my parents were parenting my sister and I, nor did it exist for any generation in the past. The first generation that's had to deal with things like that. And the technology came along after we had become comfortable with other things. The big old, you know, comedy trope back in the day was that, uh, you know, my parents couldn't set the clock on the VCR and it would constantly flash 12, 12, 12. We are light years away from that with TikTok and Snapchat and Facebook and <clears throat> all the new apps and the hidden apps and the online stuff light years away. So it is, if it feels harder as a parent, if it feels like it's more difficult than it was for your parents, just understand it is It's way harder, way, way harder. Uh, the example I use, I was coaching a couple whose parents are elderly and are getting ready to pass away. And I was Googling how to watch your parents pass away. And when I Googled how to watch your parents, Google decided to fill out how to watch Game of Thrones without your parents knowing, how to have a relationship without your parents knowing, how to smoke without your parents knowing, how to sneak out of the house without your parents knowing. I mean, you've got Google, uh, the wealth of information, helping kids thwart their parents' authority in their lives. So it is very, very difficult. And because it's difficult, so many parents parent out of guilt. And I was one of those parents. Um, and so we're trying to teach parents to parent out of confidence, not guilt. And one of the reasons we believe this is God chose you specifically for your kids, specifically, uniquely, specially you. You are the parent he chose for your children. Definitely take that mantle up. And he knows you are the right person for the job. Uh, one of the mistakes we make is thinking one size fits all with kids. If you've got more than one kid, then you're going to have to have more than one parenting plan. It is not a one size fits all. Um, as we learn more and more about parenting and about marriage. It's funny to go back and see past parenting books. And essentially it's one size fits all happiest baby on the block works for every baby. Well, it didn't work for ours. Uh, and it may not work for yours and your kids don't have a one size fits all. There's no magic bullet. The thing that works with all kids all the time for every situation. Um, that's something that I think parenting books promised a lot in the past. Uh, that this will definitely work with your kid. And then when it doesn't, what do you do? You know, how do you adapt and overcome with parenting and with kids? And so it's not a one size fits all. You can have, you can adapt, overcome and learn new things. One of the biggest things you can do with your kids is learning to say you're sorry. It's so difficult as a parent to not project perfection as a parent. And yet one of the big things you can do to help your relationship with, not just help your relationship with your kids, but set them up for success is learning to say you're sorry. That's a big one. <clears throat> and not expecting perfection. Not expecting perfection. Your kids aren't going to be perfect. They're not going to learn it the first time. Uh, they aren't going to be perfect. Neither are you. And once you can get over that, once you can try to not fix everything right now, right there in the moment, fix it all right this second, once you can learn this is a journey, it's going to help a lot. Definitely going to help a lot. Um, and the better you can get as an individual, the better it'll be for your marriage and for your parenting. That's why we pump therapy so heavily. Uh, I go to therapy, Laura goes to a counselor. We've been to it with our kids. Um, 
we go on a regular basis individually and together and as a family. That's how much we believe in it. Uh, because the better you can get as a person, the better you'll be as a parent, the better you'll be as a spouse. And it doesn't matter if you're working on your marriage or your parenting in counseling, you getting better will make you better at everything else in life. And one of the things I, I fall back on is when Laura was going through her cancer, I was handling it really poorly. I just didn't know what to do. Uh, and I was terrified I was going to lose her. Um, and I went to therapy to learn how to deal with grief, how to process grief properly in front of Laura and my kids. Well, I wasn't working on being a better husband and being a better spouse and being a better parent. <clears throat> and I learned how to be a better parent and a better spouse by learning to deal with my emotions properly in the moment. And so that's why we recommend any therapy you can go to, any therapy you can get. If you can't afford a therapist, find a third party. Find someone that's got it together more than you and find out their secrets. Just ask them their secrets. Hey, I want to be more like you. Um, that's a big one. And that's the thing. Parenting lasts a lifetime. It lasts a lifetime. Don't try to fix it all right now. I think in closing, let's just do a short one today. In closing, this is, a th this is an interesting one that we're finding a lot. Some of you listening and watching still have a toxic relationship with your parents, and that is affecting your parenting and your marriage. You know, you got parents that still dump on you and trash you for things and say cutting, biting remarks and are passive aggressive or overly aggressive. And you're parenting by swinging the pendulum the opposite direction. Well, my parents were this way, so I'm going to be this way. I'm going to swing it way over here. Uh, who is it? Gary Thomas has a book called When to Walk Away about toxic relationships. I'd really highly recommend that book. If you've got a bad relationship with your parents, I would recommend reading uh, When to Walk Away, uh, which it might be your in-laws, right? It might be your in-laws. It might be your own parents. Whatever that is, if that is feeding too heavily into your life, if you find yourself as a reactionary spouse or a reactionary parent based on the things your parents or your in-laws say to you, I recommend Gary Thomas's book, When to Walk Away. It's super, super important. Um, and here's the thing. It's not a guilt thing. Like you're at Christmas with your family or their family and all of a sudden you feel the hair on the back of your neck stand up and you're like, oh, I'm so angry. And you're reacting to those situations. No big deal. Everybody's got that in their life. Everybody's got that person in their life that knows how to push their buttons unlike anybody else. It, that's, it's totally okay. And you can look back, especially when you get into therapy, you're going to look back on the way that you've been a reactionary person. In so many situations, you're going to go, oh, I feel so bad. I can't believe I did this to my kids. I can't believe I did it to my spouse. Whatever. Just move on. By the way, go to them and tell them, like, here's the truth. I went to so much therapy after my divorce, so much therapy. I was going three days a week to my therapist. I was really having a hard time. I was going three days a week. It was so much money. And I brought a bunch of baggage into my marriage from my first one, from my divorce. I brought a bunch of baggage into my marriage with Laura, and it wasn't fair. It was still the truth. And I would go to therapy when I would find out, oh my goodness, I'm still reacting to this thing. I'm still triggered by this thing. Even though that's not what Laura is doing, it's still triggering me the same way that it did with my ex. 
And I would just have to go to Laura and be like, I'm really sorry. This isn't you. This is me and the baggage I'm dealing with from my past relationship. And I'm really sorry. And that's one of the things is erasing your ego out of the equation, learning to just be like, you know what? I'm a flawed individual. It's okay. Jesus loves me. There's nothing I can do that's going to make him love me more or less. And therefore, because of that, because of Christ's love in me, I'm going to learn to be a better person. I mean, that's just the attitude that we've got to have. The, the verse that Laura and I use is Psalm 121.1. Um, I looked at the hills. Where does my hope come from? My hope comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. That's where rebel parenting is born and bred, is in my hope comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from man. It doesn't come from psychology. I mean, it's not that psychology doesn't follow God's plan. It's just that first and foremost, I do all things because Christ loves me and because he loved me first. Therefore, I can look at myself honestly and <clears throat> with a critical eye and go, ooh, I need to make some changes. I need to do some things differently. Uh, and it's okay. It's okay. Just don't do it from guilt and shame because you're going to feel that shame like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm, do I'm doing the same thing my parent did to me. I hear my parent in my voice, like whatever that is. We hear that all the time from couples. I sound just like my mom or just like my dad and I can't stand it because it hurt my feelings so much. Like totally, totally, it's super natural. It's so natural for you to uh, behave that way and feel that way and have all those feelings. Just get better. It's all, it's so easy. It's not so easy. It's one of those things that you got to just say, like, I'm going to get better. Marriage and parenting can produce so much shame and so much guilt. And I just encourage you to live in the knowledge of how much Christ loves you. That will be transformative in your life if you can try to grasp how much Jesus loves you and the price that he paid to give you salvation. He loves you so much that it can allow you the space to change. It can allow you the bandwidth to say you're sorry. It can allow you to go to your wife or your kids and be like, you know what? I've been this way. I'm really sorry. I'm going to behave differently. For me, it was anger. I was an, I was an afraid parent and that came out as anger. I was so afraid of blowing it and ruining the Dobson name that I did. I was such an angry parent, and I had to go to my wife, and I had to go to my kids and be like, I'm sorry. I am going to work on this anger. I'm going to work on this stuff. I'm going to work on being controlling and a control freak. I'm going to work on these things. And it transformed myself and my relationships. And I did that with the understanding of how much Christ loves me. And he loves you the exact same way. Awesome. Can't wait. <clears throat> I will be in Santa Rosa this weekend. Shut my door. That is, uh, we have a snow day today and everybody's home. Kids and wife are home. So uh, sorry about the interruption. We'll be in Santa Rosa this weekend. <clears throat> Hope you're doing well. God bless you all. I will see you soon.